Hello, welcome to TNB Thursday Night Babble with myself, people, and cousin Mud. How are you, Mud? Um, I'm I'm annoyed. I should <laughs> no. probably know the reason why I'm annoyed. Now, before we begin and get into the podcast tonight, folks, I offered Mud the chance to not do one this evening because obviously the Arsenal are playing. Pardon me. Um, they're playing. They're playing Wolves. But Mud, tell everyone what the score is currently at halftime. Uh, it's one 0 the Wolves. Uh, yeah, of course. Stupidest goal. Well, Arsenal probably have a whole reel of stupid goals they've conceded, and they've <laughs> added another one to it tonight. Um, very typical. Uh, this is why I don't like doing podcasts when Liverpool are playing. But uh, very typical that something like this has happened. There's still a wee bit to go, and that's a massive game too because obviously. Um, Wolves are well. That takes them above. I think actually Arsenal in the fifth in the Premier League with the win tonight, and they have a couple of games in hand as well. So that's a huge game in the league. We're just going to chat generally uh, about football and about other things. Obviously, uh, the world is in a really weird place today. Um, if if you haven't seen the news, fair fucks <laughs> for not seeing any of the news. That's commendable. Um, but if obviously everyone else knows about it, then um, things going on in Ukraine uh, with Russia obviously invading Ukraine, and and it's the war in Ukraine now. Um, so it's pretty grim, uh, and solidarity with everyone in Ukraine, and hopefully this gets sorted very, 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 very soon. And the loss of life is extremely, extremely minimal. So we're just gonna have the crack here as we usually do on Thursday night Bible and talk about whatever. Um, it was Finn's birthday today, Jonathan. Uh, my little man turned two, so as you know, and now the listeners are going to hear, we took him off the Dublin Zoo for the day. Um, God help morning. <laughs> got up this morning though, and uh, there was a skiff of snow, sir. There's a right rick of snow, right rick of snow around uh, our area, uh, so I was a wee bit worried that it was going to be the same, but uh, thankfully the wise old Steve texted me to say that the weather in Dublin was fine. There was a tiny, tiny bit of snow, but now that um, not a cloud in the sky, and that's the way it stayed when we got down there. We got the train down, Jonathan, from Porty down. Mm-hmm. Uh, brilliant. I don't know why I don't do that more often. don't know why I don't book ahead more often than just bouncing the train. Brilliant experience. So comfy, cosy. Finn loved it. Um, hour and a half down there. You're right, slap bang. More or less in city centre. Conway Street Station you went to, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, and, and, like I, I have family in Dublin and spent all of my summers there growing up and can drive down there, no bother. Bounce off the M50, get into Rathfarnham, no bother. But ne- I would never think of using the train or even the bus, but that was so handy. Yeah. A lovely experience, a lovely experience on the train, Jonathan. It's it's lovely going down for the Ireland matches, but that's probably because I've had a lot of cans in me. By the time we get the Dublin, so <laughs> that's lovely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you um you went to the zoo. I went to the zoo. What animal did the young Finn strangle? Um well he uh, he he asked to get in with the tiger, which obviously was ill advised. Um uh we sort of said nah <laughs> but um yeah, it was great. Like, unfortunately, there were some of the enclosures. So, uh, the one I was looking forward to the most was the wolves. Um, naturally, they're 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 gone. They're eating the guns tonight. But um, I wanted to go see uh Don Rahul's mates, 
but mm-hmm. it was closed. That enclosure was closed because they're doing it up. And then there was this new Himalayan enclosure, which is getting fixed and done up as well. So parts of that bit was cordoned off. Plus, because of the 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 crappy weather, basically because it was cold and stuff, some of the animals inside you could still go and see them, but they're they're obviously. They recommend anyone around here, especially that hasn't uh, been down or hasn't been across, like head down for the day. A brilliant day is out, especially with young kids. So Finn loved it. Um, he thought it was brilliant. He, he loved the whole thing. He kept wanting to get out of the pram and going over and seeing different animals. He loved, loved the lemurs. <laughs> I think they might have been his favorite. Uh, he loved Madagascar. the lemurs. The film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and he loved the giraffes. But we got very close to the giraffes. Actually, they were up. Uh, I don't know if you know Dublin enclosure. We can walk up on a part of the bank. They were up very, very high and we were very, very close to them. Like um, uh, and he loved that. Uh, the big fat hippo was very funny. Just looked like a big smooth brain. I enjoyed that actually to myself. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah, just like a great day. Right? Like uh, uh, zoos are. are a weird one for me like because party is looking at it and you're thinking this animal's been taken out of its own natural habitat and sort of like in a jail but then you understand if you read something that's going on you understand and someone especially with dublin zoo now uh that part of it is for a reason and then obviously they're, you know they're, they're endangered species and they're being looked after and it's part of a conservation program uh with the zoo puts up on all it's on all it's uh exhibitions which is which is obviously great i know some other zoos i won't mention it isn't great and doesn't look great when you go around a lot of people i know even family members would say the same thing it feels far too small but yeah this one was class like um so i had a great day and then we we walked back we got a taxi over originally but then we walked back to the train afterwards because there wasn't a cloud in the sky it was actually a wee bit warm in dublin as well and had a great wee afternoon down 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 in First City, sir. Um, haven't been down in too long. I I actually we'd only been down once since original COVID, we'll call it hit. Original, which COVID. is very weird for me. Yeah, because I had been I would go down a lot. You're obviously mm-hmm. having family down there, so just to be down and walking about was um. Was Did you see the the Steve enclosure? No. No, uh, it was closed for uh like afternoon nap and retirement oh, activities uh, yeah the usual yeah hip, hip replacement activities or something um but we had a lovely afternoon lovely we walk and down it about but we walked over f- like 15 kilometers the whole day so i'm absolutely bollocks now hence why i'm having a wee san miguel sure oh. uh, as we do this podcast um but yeah a, a, a lovely wee day finn turned two buzzing so he was um and... yeah i wasn't sure if he was two or three because i yeah, couldn't no. remember whether he was born first or tommy was born first but there you are he's the big two the terrible twos and i mean he's good luck yeah he well he's he's in there he's almost a teenager basically the way he's getting on Um, he on the way home he wanted his own carriage like his own carriage then he he wanted his own seat then he wanted his jumper off so he's running around with vest and it was tight on him so do we pop belly on him just running around the trains good crack way back there. um but yeah he looked like day, your man out of the royal family <laughs> yeah he did he looked like jim royal <laughs> great they had all around and he was obviously he's also buzzing jonathan because liverpool thumped leeds last night in mo salas court 
Uh, Leeds have um, they've had a rough time. Ten two on aggregate, is it now? The last two games, not good. I think tactically, and to be, uh, what's the word about it? Professionals not a word we'd use with the babble, <clears throat> but to be um sort of technical about Leeds, you would say they're shite. That's what you would say at the minute. Um, very I. I not that they're shy, the players aren't, and obviously I don't be I don't think isn't, but they're just in that uh, unfortunate position where they just are shite at the minute and they need to get out of it. Do you know what I mean? They've got yeah. the talent there that they will get out of it. I think they do. Look, I I am a Bielsa fan. I think he's the work he's done leads and to get them back in has been brilliant. I think stuff he's done at other clubs, that athletic athletic Bilbao team were amazing, really really good. Um, Max and team enough coaches talk about him, so he isn't like a lot of people just seem to have a sort of an attitude towards him. Um, and you'll see people be sneery and whatever against him, you know, because Leeds are taking these hits, which is whatever people are dickheads sometimes as well. I understand, like, uh, some of the Chelsea fans mightn't like him. I know Brent Jess, but I don't think Brent hates him, obviously, like, but some of the Chelsea, because of the Lampard stuff and what we know, but that's more Leeds, were mm-hmm. more than Bielsa. Um, uh-huh. But I do think Leeds need to look at it now and think maybe a change is needed. Because noted last night on the commentary, um, and it was actually Martin Tyler who said it, was like, they look like a team that's gone through, you know, that period where a manager, and there's a burnout. Mm-hmm. And they they look like they need fresh ideas. And there's enough talent in that league. I know they're they're missing Calvin Phillips and Bamford and uh, Cooper at the back, which is a massive problem for them. But when they get those back, even uh, I do think they need a change. And there is a there is a good team there at Leeds. A good the, you look at Leeds on paper compared to this Wolves side. There's there's not much in it, so there's no, no reason why Leeds couldn't be there. But what did what did Wolves do after they had their manager that was brilliant and got them back in the Premier League and things went sour? They changed them. You know, so I think if I certainly don't see Bielsa going through next year at Leeds, if they stay in the Premier League, I do think he'll be replaced. But I think they might need to look at it now. I don't know what you think. Yeah, well, he he only has a contract at the end of the season, isn't that right? Bielsa? Possibly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, probably they probably could do with a change. I mean, Leeds have, I think they've been, you know, pulled into this relegation fight now. Um. Yeah, massively. You wouldn't have really thought, but then again, Everton are down there as well. It'd be hilarious if Everton got relegated. Le- Leeds do have a decent team, and like I know they're missing players, but you can't really use it as an excuse. You know, the need to pull a couple of results together. And let's be honest, nobody would have expected Leeds to probably beat United or Liverpool. You know, well, maybe United. Who knows? <laughs> but United seem to have. Um, Leeds number, like as Steve explained, if United could play Leeds every week, they'd probably win the league. They're just very open at the back. I haven't really watched too much of them over the last couple of weeks, but I mean, I've seen their results and it's obviously worrying. I've seen the first goal last night because one of the lads at Favisite had it on his phone before we went in and he was cracking up about the um, the penalty that was given to, to Liverpool now. It did look soft, to be honest, but... Both of them were soft. Uh, well, Arsenal should have had a penalty of the night. That was an absolute stonewall, but we're not going to do it. Um, but 
but again, like you, you were delighted, like you know. <laughs> I, uh, I seen, I left football and seen it was four 0 and was like, all right, that game's over. And then, of course, Liverpool go on and do what Liverpool do, and just stick it to the man, get another two goals. <laughs> Sadio Mane and Mo Salah just trying to outdo each other again. But uh, yeah, I would, um, I would fairly enjoy playing this Leeds side at the moment. But they'll, they'll pick up some points, like. Um, I was kind of disappointed they didn't get a result against United, especially when they pulled it back to each. Like, I mean, how did Scott McTominay not get sent off against Leeds at the weekend? By the way, like, holy yeah, shit. he was running the gauntlet for for cards, yeah, definitely. It was us mental. When you when you see some of the yellow cards and red cards that have been given out in this league over the last couple of weeks, like Martinelli got sent off for fucking daft shit. <laughs> McTominay is like near end and bay's lives with tackles. It's fucking <laughs> insane. Um, but uh, obviously, I wasn't on the pub using Tuesday evening. Um, and there's there's definitely a a title race back on. Like I I said, you when I think it was only me and Brandon were doing a pod. You asked me for a bold prediction for the season, and I said that City will bottle it. Um, and I really hope they do. <laughs> I really do because, like, they're just sure shades, aren't they? Like, yeah. they're just really fucking annoying. And I used to like Pep Guardiola, like, I really did. So he's just become a real arrogant, annoying bastard over the last few seasons. And I'd love him to win nothing this year. Really, would it would be? It would be such joy in my heart if Pep Guardiola wins nothing and bottles the league and bottles the Champions League again. Because of the beat. Who sorry, who did they have in their, their tie for the Champions League? Sporting Lisbon. Sporting right. Beat them wasn't a five nil. Yeah. So well done, you know, the city, like you beat fucking Sporting Lisbon five nil. Like um there's plenty of odd teams that probably hoof them five nil. I think if they come up against Ajax I beat them five one already this year, I think. I'll I'll have another bold prediction for you. I Here think we go. I think Liverpool will draw steady again in the knockout round and hoof them. I think that's 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 happening. Interesting. Uh, I quite enjoy that. I'd quite like us to draw Man City in the knockout stages or the final of the Champions League. Um, which we'll oh, talk I about. Don't know. I don't know about the moved. final. If you if you got City in the final, would your nerves not I'd be say bad? we got City in the final and we just won the league. Um, will my nerves not be wrecked? I, okay, but they'd be great nerves. They're they're the best nerves to have. Um, do you know what I mean? They're they're the best nerves to have because it's a football match. So, um, would you be you'd be also, confident? Sorry, though, you'd be confident of doing. <laughs> uh, sorry, one, a, one a hailstone has just bounced out of our chimney. Do you see that there? Crack me in the fucking dome! <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you know, it just bounced. Well, we have it on video. I missed it, but I want to see this again. I don't even know if that. Well, the video won't be going up, but I look back on it. Um. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I'm just sitting in the living room here in Hailstone. Uh, we're about, we're about 15 minutes in here, and Phil's got slapped right in the forehead. But what an effort! Um, it's sitting. Well, that's mental. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I've been saying all along that Liverpool are well in this. Like, I, I never thought they weren't because of obviously 
couple of games in hand, don't get me wrong, but I just thought like they would get in a run again and I, I, I didn't fancy a city side to keep going and and being all conquering. Um I think they would have a chance to have starting on Sunday, obviously they play Chelsea in the Carabao Cup final, they have a chance to have a pretty historic season. Um uh, and we'll see how that goes down the line. I mean if they win all four trophies, good luck to the resties. Um I'll not be on the podcast for weeks because nobody'll know where my whereabouts is. Um but yeah, it's it that like last night even was easy, which was which you know it was great. It was six nil goal difference and it was brilliant and all. But there was periods last night as well, John, where and we'll move off from Premier League football in a minute, where Liverpool kept the ball and it felt like they kept the ball for like half an hour. Which mm-hmm. you know is is another thing of this Liverpool side. They're just oozing oozing with confidence. So I don't care who they get in what if they get keep getting through in the Champions League or whatever. I, I don't care who they come up against. I fancy them against anyone. Um so let's let's You're see what happens obviously the Premier League season. Like you've you've lost yeah. in there now, you've Mana, you've Salah, you know, Diego Jada Jada, sorry. Um like for Mino, like you've so many options of guys that can score we'll goals. the most goals with the top three players and most assists and the top three goal scores in the league. And what what's crazy is that little stat that you fired out the other night that Liverpool only lost two games in like the last year. Like it's, it's crazy, it really is. Um, they're talking about this City team, but they're not talking enough about this Liverpool side. And I don't think I don't think any team's ever won all four major trophies. Uh, I know United nope. won the treble, the real treble, and uh, not that shape Man City claimed to have won. Actually, like Man City claimed to work quadruple winners one season because they won the Community Shield. Possibly, but that's just I, th- I think, yeah. Like Steve asked the other night in our WhatsApp group, folks, would would you claim it as a treble if you won the the League Cup, Champions League, and the league? But Liverpool already done that. It was the Joe Fagan treble, so that's right. I'd be calling it the Joe Fagan. And mm. um, if if, if Liverpool win the quadruple and clean up and win everything, then yes. Uh, <laughs> you'll have to be an interesting uh, podcast, an interesting couple of weeks on the podcast after that, but we'll see what happens have to win the first trophy that's up for grabs on Sunday against Chelsea in the Carabao Cup and that'll not be easy, that'll be a tough and brilliant game yep. uh, Jonathan, can I ask you a question because uh, the, po- the, the, the babble the babble, the Thursday night babble anyway, TNB is not serious not one bit no there's currently a war on at the minute uh, in Ukraine, oh, I thought you were talking about the one at the Emirates here, but yes, go on about the. Is there war on the Emirates? We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, would you, would you, if called upon, go to war? Um, if the one to dress it up as we're fighting Spurs, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> that's that's how that equipment you're going to fight. A couple of million Tottenham fans, right? <laughs> I'm ready. Bring it. I was born for this. <laughs> uh, yeah, if it was. It, well, in all seriousness, though, um, no, like I'm not going to fight nah. in some rich person's war. Because quite honest. You you texted that earlier. Oh, we might be getting enlisted here. Uh, we're talking about obviously things going off in, in Kiev and what's a group. And Sarah, obviously my wife, says to me uh, about it, and I was like, God, imagine I got enlisted. And she was, you wouldn't get get enlisted because. It's not like it used to be. And I goes, yeah, I know, but if things escalated, which hopefully they don't, 
And I was thinking then on the way home in the car, I was like, what what would I do? What would I go to war? What would I do? Nope. I'd jump out the top, the second bedroom window here in our house and break both my legs so I couldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not cut out for war. I'm not cut out for combat or anything like that there. No thanks. I wouldn't um, want to get involved. I, I really I really don't think it's I don't think it's gonna go that far. Um obviously not, yeah. some, some people are worried because Russia's allies are the Chinese and there's like a billion of them, so uh, <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Uh, but no, well, I'm hoping that it doesn't it doesn't go that far. It is obviously, you know, ridiculous what's going on at the moment. Like it's horrible. It's mind blowing. Like you know what the fuck we're in. Literally, we're in 2022 and this shit's still going on. It's horrible and it's um. Sorry, my, uh, my 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 fiance just snuck in there like she's the Grinch, trying to stay the Christmas. <laughs> It's what all right. <laughs> um, I keep okay. talking. It's it's horrible and it's horrendous. It's tra- it's tragic. It's heartbreaking. But I cannot take my eyes off it. Like cannot take my eyes off Twitter and um, updates going on there. Sky News, whatever. BBC News can't stop looking at it. Can't stop following it. Um, reading about it, listening to podcasts on it. It's um, so when when the US uh started to bomb, uh, Baghdad was it? Which one was it? We were at me and my dad were over at um, I'll try and Google it when I'm talking to you. Me and my dad were over at Anfield because uh, we're, we're playing Celtic in the um, in the Champions League or the. UEFA Cup, it was at the time, and uh, it came on Sky News that this was starting, and we we and I were sitting in the hotel room with it on, and for like an hour and a half, didn't hardly spoke to each other and just watched it in disbelief. Do you know what I mean? And I found myself the same thing the day, like just being like, "What the fuck? Like how?" What is going on? We know what's going on, but like, how do we find ourselves in this position again? How did we? How is this happening? And how it's just it's it's so because you watch it in movies and different things and and whatever, and and even then you're like sort of engrossed by it. But when it's in real life, it's just so like some of these scenes that have been on, like Ukrainians having to hide in in bunkers and in basements and. Having the flea and and the traffic jam basically on the road trying to get a cave and mm-hmm. and like there's a video earlier I, I think there's a video earlier of a man on a father on on a, on Twitter in bits because he was like leaving his family off and he was having to go mm-hmm. back and yeah I've seen it yeah it's just like utterly like it, it stops in your tracks doesn't it like it's just utterly utterly heartbreaking and depressing and just I I hope like whatever needs to be resolved or whatever needs to happen is done really, really quickly because it's just insane. But on a, on a babble or on a football point, like the stripped since Petersburg off of hosting the Champions League final. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet tonight they let Zenit St. Petersburg still play with Gazprom on their shirts. Right. Yeah. So, Yeah. I've seen 
Schalke have removed it from from their mm-hmm. shirt now, so that's that's one thing, I suppose. Um, it is strange. I know it is. It's just it's a real weird time, and I know a lot of people say football, sports shouldn't be involved in politics. Um, have is the Senate game still going or is it finished? They're playing. It's f- Betis. Playing Betis. Yeah. I've yeah. actually been yeah. been looking out for Betis just because of Hacky B. Um, yeah, I suppose they're a Russian team, or they? like they're not really gonna take it off. Like what we what we really need is the Avengers, aren't don't we? Like we need <laughs> yeah, we need America. One, yeah. We need Iron Man, the whole boys to come in and just get rid of Putin, who is just an absolute madman. Like. He is the Thanos of the real world. Like he wants to wipe out the fucking the population of Ukraine. He's fucking. It's just it's 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 it's, it's strange that we're actually talking about this. You know that there is actually someone sending troops and tanks into a country to try and invade them. In in this day and age, like what is that? Like you know, it's it's absolutely fucking wild. It's wild. Like why? Why is this happening? And. If there was going to be anybody to start World War Three, it was going to be that guy, like him or Trump. But then Trump's comments obviously don't help the situation, like fucking saying that basically Putin's tactics are genius or whatever the hell he said. Like, what a dab shade. He shouldn't be given any airtime. No, it's um, guess why and I suppose it is sad for the people of, you know, Saint Petersburg of Russia. You know, I'd say. That a lot of them don't want this and i've seen some russian footballers actually tweet that they don't want a war and this is just this is wrong i think it'll take more russian you know athletes and stuff maybe to speak up but i know people probably live in fear of putin in russia they they absolutely do but um you know the champions league final being moved i've seen partly the emirates was one of the venues being considered which, I don't think uh, they can have it at Wembley, see, not the weekend, because that is due to be on, because it's the, the the championship playoff final. Yeah, well, I still think it's kind of like... I'm kind of laughing to myself, thinking, like, why should we have the Champions League final? Like, we've never won it, you know, that sort of... Oh, well, know, well you, know, you know, the memes are going to write themselves, sir. Yeah, the memes are going to write themselves. Like, I think, I think just let Tottenham do it, and we'll all have a laugh. I think they should host it in somewhere like uh, Milan. I think you should host it in San Siro, to be honest, um, or or somewhere like that. But yeah, like I I love. I, I, have you ever been to anywhere in Eastern Europe? Mm, nope, nope, never. We were in Budapest uh, before me and Sarah, and I loved it. We we're actually talking about it tonight. I I loved it. I loved the whole vibe of the city um <clears throat> obviously <laughs> we saw during the euros uh some of the idiots fans from hungary but when we were there we saw we didn't see any of that like um, we actually loved the crack that we had with hungarians and, and different things and just going around the city and how historical it was and my this is my mom she drilled this into me like my mom loves eastern europe like loves eastern europe and the history of eastern europe and different things and st petersburg's on my bucket list it's one of the ones that you know i want to get to go to at some point and get to visit but obviously i don't 
think I'll be going in the next couple of weeks. I don't think that'll be a good idea. But like sport, like people always people when I thought it was funny as well. Like um, during the week, there Liz Truss had said that the English team should boycott the Champions League because obviously it's sponsored by Gazprom and this is what they should be doing. And it's the same party, political party, that was asking for Marcus Rashford to keep politics out of football. Um, you know, when he was having to feed kids because they weren't doing it months back. I thought, like, uh, the irony was not lost on a lot of people there. Like, And people, this is what I, I always tell everyone, people say, like, politics and sports doesn't work. Politics and sports doesn't work. Politics and sports uh, are the perfect marriage. They go hand in hand. They all absolutely work. They're made for each other, politics and sport. And what we're seeing here now is as well is we're obviously seeing Putin, Putin, sorry, uh, lose the run of himself. But we've seen over the period of time we saw Sochi Olympics and we saw the World Cup given to Russia and we've obviously saw Champions League finals. We saw Gazprom, the main sponsorship now of the the, the biggest club tournament in world football. Mm-hmm. Um, we've saw a Grand Prix track be set up in Russia. All these different things and sport washing, massive at all that. Like that's what sport washing was, and he got all this power, and that helped to obviously with what's happening now. And I just, I, I think people need to look at that a bit stronger and be a wee bit more savvy and do a wee bit more reading uh, when they're looking at things and looking into things and talking about things about sport because it does go hand in hand, and, and ultimately, sport does have is involved in some of this. So. Yeah, it's 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 the depressing situation. I don't know what's going to happen next. Hopefully, whatever happens happen is over very soon. But so strange and so weird that um, we're living this nightmare, basically. Well, especially the people yeah. in Ukraine. Well, I've seen I've seen um, Abramovich has now been pulled into it. And like, you know what? It's very easy for us just to take slight eggs at Chelsea over this. But I mean, it is absolutely nothing to do with Chelsea. Um, no, they they can't help the fact that their owner has a friendship with, or I, I don't actually know what his relationship is with Putin, but there's some involvement there anyway. And you know, I think people like Abramovich are people that probably could help influence this situation. And the fact that whatever money, whatever influence he has with Putin, he can pull out of it and say, oh, "No, I don't agree with you." But like things in Russia, I, I imagine work differently. And Abramovich probably isn't going to do that. He's probably just going to let this ride out. Um, and whether or not he has to sell Chelsea or whatever, you know, I, I don't even know if they have the power to take Chelsea off him. Um, like it's his business. It like, was called for it today in the in the House of Lords. House of Parliament, sorry. Um, I think it was one of the Labour MPs asked why nothing's been done and. Uh, surely Chelsea should be stripped from Abramovich which like uh, and we obviously do laugh and jest and obviously whatever the Brenton beforehand ah, Abramovich with his blah 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 but I mean if that was a real possibility and if that was to happen what the hell happens there and if he does get like I don't know if he's been sanctioned yet but if his if he does get sanctioned as in like you can't. Your money's withheld now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do nothing. Like, where do they go in the summer? <laughs> do you know what I mean? 
I don't, I don't know what happens next. Not, not that that means anything, and and obviously, with what's going on in Ukraine, that means nothing to the lives of Ukrainian people. I don't, but we this is as a football sport podcast, so we're just trying to took a sport angle on it. Like, where do they go next? That would be. I, like, I think I think they've built up, they've built up a reputation now. You know they've grown the size of the club. You know it, it's not like. I don't think Chelsea would like say if Man said he's owner owners pulled out tomorrow. I think there would be a massive difference there because they, don't, they wouldn't don't, have the fan base to sustain. You no, know, they don't have the fan base. There's not the attraction. Like players would rather move and play their football in London rather than Manchester. You know, um, I, I think there's Chelsea have built up, you know, a bit of a history over the last twenty years. Like that, Abramovich has kind of been around. They, they'd probably they'd probably get another billionaire owner to come in and buy them, you know. I'd imagine that they'd be all right. I can't really like the attractions there. You know, Chelsea, like I've said, have, have won every trophy there is to win there since the Bramford mm-hmm. came in. You know, they they have the stadium there, the the world class training facilities. Like you know, the the, the team, the, the manager. I'd imagine there'd be interest from someone to buy them. Um, don't think there'd be any interest in Ban City the Sharshites. <laughs> But yeah, I, th- I think they'd be fine either way. Um, I don't think Chelsea fans really worried. Obviously, yeah. I think that probably a bit disappointed if Abramovich had to go because of what he's done for that football club, where they are now. It's all because of him. But yeah, like, <laughs> like I can't really blame Abramovich for what's going on. Like, you know, no, I don't God, really, no. I don't know the whole ends and outs. Like, but I doubt like he's the one that's fucking saying, "I big pute, go ahead there and invade Ukraine." I think he's got caught up on it all. It's um, it's such a shite situation. It really is. We really shouldn't be going through all this in 2022, especially after the last two years of bloody COVID and all. Like you know, we just thought we were kind of getting back to a bit of normality, and now we're we're sitting here talking about a potential war. Uh, but I can't see us getting you know, drafted or anything like that. I don't think it's going. <laughs> well, like, I hope uh, it doesn't. Captain doesn't America. Well, if I have to go in with my shield, Phil, I have to go in with my shield. <laughs> no, my luck. No, my luck. I get stationed with Steve, and he'd be my my like my commanding officer or something. No, my luck, and the bollocks would have me wrecked. Yeah, and and that, that'd happened. be my luck. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just a, a strange and weird situation, and I'm, we're just trying to. I know a lot of people today are talking about it as well on like social media and even friends and family, just like and even Sarah and I, God love her. Like, I had the news on, we were sitting eating our dinner and we just sat down, cheeky Chinese on Thursday night saying on. Mm-hmm. And um, I had it on and she said, Do you mind if we turn this off? Because this is actually making me upset. And I was like, You know what? Yeah, that's fair enough. And that's why we, tonight on the on the Bible, we were just shooting the shit like and, and talking about whatever. Um, can I just say though, I, I seen yeah. on the news, and I want to just give a bit of credit. Like I seen a platoon of Russian soldiers just basically back down, um, because they didn't really want to go into Ukraine and kill anybody, so they surrendered yeah. to the Ukrainian army. Which I'm just like, fair play, lads. I wish the rest of them would do that. Yeah, you know, hopefully more of that happens, and more of it happens very, 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 very quickly. Um, I'm stuck at the minute, Jonathan, trying to find something to watch. I can't get in that TV show. Gary I started Sir. watching the um, 
the Piggy Blinders again, just because the new series is coming out here and uh-huh. um, on Sunday. So, I mean, just for something different to watch. Like, I'll tell you what I did watch. I'll tell you what the listeners. I rewatched Lord of the Rings. I've only oh. watched the first one now. Um, and unfortunately for me, I know people don't. I know people love this. I didn't realize it was the extended version. <laughs> so I was like, I was four like, hours. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, close to the third hour. I was like, is this is over soon? Like, or what's going on? <laughs> the remote. I was like, what the fuck? Um, I hung in there, but uh, I'm not the second one. I'm not watching the full length, ex- super duper extended version. Bollocks to that! Like, but I don't actually... you say that because me and uh, me and Teresa watched the first two Lord of the Rings there last week, so we still have Return of the King to, to watch. That's, well, that's I'll say I'll say one thing. I have never re I've never rewatched them, so I've only ever seen them once in the cinema, right? And I've never watched them uh, after that, and. Really, really, really enjoyed the first one. I think even though it's like 20 odd years old, it still stands up. Mm-hmm. Even the graphics, like they all still stand up. But what I will say is, why lack of crying in it? <laughs> like, because poor Samwise Gamgee is an emotional mess. Like, he, he, he's really like, and, and we talk about now, like, and he's brilliant. Like, and we talk about now how, how men should be more open and more emotional. And he was blazing the trail there, like, before anyone even realized. Like, he was such a, a sweetheart. And the bit, like, um, the bit where he comes in at the end towards Frodo's canoe and he can't swim. Oh, sir. Oh, no, that got me like... good. Oh. <laughs> what are you oh. doing? Are you all drowned? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was because it was, like, three or four hours long and I was... I was a tired out soul. Emotionally drained. <laughs> very, very much so. But um it it got me right in right in the fields. Right in them. And um yeah, I just thought, oh, this is this is <laughs> this is upsetting. But uh, a, br- a brilliant film, really, really good. Like I forgot some of the storyline. Obviously because I'd only seen it once, but like some of the tales and some of the storylines in it was just class and um you forget some of the even the lines and some of the moments that happen and and like Gandalf like what the fuck he has an unlucky unlucky first film doesn't he like he does he gets think, a shit yeah. kicked out of him and then he and then he fucking copes off the end falls down with a big demon you're just like Jesus Gandalf like, for a wizard like can you catch yourself together sir I think um I think I read this somewhere before and I don't take this as factual or true, but I, I'm pretty sure I recall reading this somewhere. That Tolkien re- wrote Lord of the Rings. You know, he, part 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 of it was written while he was off in World War Two. But part of me kind of, if I remember this rightly, this was all sort of based on like the war with Germany, the fact that there's the threat from the east, which was Germany to the west. You know, of of mm-hmm. Europe and the likes of mm-hmm. Britain and stuff and. I was thinking about this today. It kind of is sort of a bit similar to kind of what we're going through now. You know, we have it's the enemy today. It's just you know, Russia or Mordor. And, <laughs> God. you know, we're sitting here in the shower, like us hobbits, like fucking well. We are hobbits, here. dude. <laughs> we are. Like, I, you know, I'm convinced that fucking well hobbits were based on the Irish. Like, there's absolutely no doubt. <laughs> just yeah, tiny little men who sit in their farms and sit in the, the pub and 
drink fucking ale, like you know what I mean? It's just but uh I Lord of the Rings are I would say they're probably it's probably the best trilogy of films ever made. Like they're they're magnificent, like they're really, really good. I um we did watch the extended version of the fellowship and um it was a big no no for the two towers from from Teresa, so um yeah, I had to go oh, get you the, would have to. I would have fucking read about the extended editions are great. Uh so much more in them. Like forty five minutes extra footage. Yes. I I Give actually, it to me. I felt the weight of tiredness hit me there when you even said that forty five extra minutes. It's it, look, look which is your favourite one? Two towers. Definitely, yeah. Love it. Yeah, I think the two towers is mine and I know I've only seen it once, but I I think I can remember uh absolutely who love and who was your favorite character? Uh, Aragon, definitely Aragon. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. He's a boy. Like, he's a boy. I didn't mind how Legolas and bit of an arrow to the jaw. Like he was dead on with that too. <laughs> yeah, Legolas probably second favorite. But um, you know when you watch it when you're when you're older now and you'll probably notice it more like fucking Gimli's hilarious. Like so funny. Yes, he, he is shady, very funny. He's underrated. <laughs> yeah, he really is. That's, you just don't appreciate him when you're younger. You, kind of maybe yeah. you just don't get his humour. Like. But when I watched it now, more as I've got older, I'm like, fucking hell, he's hilarious. Like, he comes out with some great lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he really doesn't like elves to start to, but then obviously Legolas grows on him. Yeah. Um, one thing as well, that big fuck-off mutant orc. Lurks. Like, there was... There's absolutely no need for that fucking steroid orc arriving out of nowhere and then just starts wrecking boys. Like, I don't know. Killed out Boromir. Uh, Boromir had it coming to him, though. He was being a dick. He was being a mug. Um, I don't think there's anything else, unless you've something. How are the Arsenal getting on before we finish off the pod? Um just over 12 minutes to go they're still one down well um, they're doing a spurs they are but you know what when when wolves scored that goal my my mate sports arsenal actually wrote into a group of me and him and another guy sport arsenal and just said we're not winning this tonight it's it's one of those games that wolves are just sticking every single human being they have on every supporter <laughs> behind the ball and we have eddie and Keddy on the pitch now for whatever reason so yeah, I I don't think I don't think we're going to get the win tonight. It's a bit frustrating again, like fucking dropping points at home to fucking shower shape from Birmingham, like. <laughs> and I mean, nobody wants no. the top four. When when Wolves when you beat Wolves a couple of weeks back, Ruben Neves didn't take it well. Is he yeah? And, uh, <laughs> and I saw, and I this happens to us as well. So I saw. All the Arsenal fans tweeting at him and commenting about it, and I said to myself, "That is surely not going to come back and bite them in the hole." And then no, I looked, like, and then I saw the fixture we were so close. Yeah, <laughs> and... yeah. It was only two weeks ago, like you know. Yeah. It was. It was going there, obviously. But you know what? Arsenal should have been prepared for that. They should have known that Wolves would be up for this tonight. And see, to be quite honest, like, and maybe because they went one 0 up so early, they've just sat back. They haven't done much. Right. They're good at that, though. Yeah, like you know, very, very good defensively, very, very solid. You can't give a team. Oh, oh, there's Arsenal fucking it up again. Great. 
You can't. No, sorry, I got caught. Um, sorry, you can't give a team like Wolves a one goal lead early on when they're away from home. Like that's that's what they're going to do. They're going to step back and they're going to try and hit you on the break when they can, which is yeah. what they've done and they're doing it right now. Um, okay, it's just frustrating. Like and like I said, like that fucking United team are sure shit, and <laughs> you know they're going to end up getting it now. I think um, Branton did want you to ask me about world class Harry Kane, didn't he? He did. Um, um, so he has one good game in fifty, and he's world class again. Uh, no. That's how it works. No. You can't admit though that game he was excellent. I'll tell you the truth, Phil. I can't even say he was excellent because I didn't watch it. Because <laughs> I just why would I watch Spurs play Man City? Fucking like I'd rather watch Paint Dry. What well, a I, load I, of shit. Anyway, he he was he was quite magnificent. Oh, I know what we need to talk about next. He was quite magnificent uh on on Saturday evening. And then they went to Burnley and they Spurs did. And then yeah. <laughs> I think Steve taking over the Potty Power account because Potty Power tweeted that there last night and I'm like, something's not right here. Steve's definitely involved here. <laughs> um, and then, and then their manager had almost as mental a night as as I've ever seen a manager have. He he more or less came out and asked the club to sack him afterwards because he doesn't think there's anything more. He can do, and then he said, "Obviously, you, you've changed the manager so many times, but you've kept the same players, and the results haven't changed." <laughs> and I was like, "What is going on here?" It's um, it's probably the most Spurs thing to happen in the world. Like, I mean, that is very strange for a manager to come out with, isn't it? Like, yeah, very. Yes, yes, Phil. It's one each. It's fucking one each. Come on, the fuck. Ten minutes to go, boys. That's live. You just got that right. No, there's no VAR checks. There's no VAR. We're, we're fine. But there will be a VAR check because that's Arsenal and Arsenal aren't allowed to score goals. Right. We're back in it. Wolves are going to score here, aren't they, before this podcast is over? It's definitely going to happen. Sorry, I interrupted your trail of thought there. Please do continue. I can't hear anything now. You've deafened me, sir. I, um... I was conscious I didn't want to scream too loud. Because we are doing this podcast and I didn't well, really want to do well, you, so, well um, you, you failed miserably, sir. Sorry, you were talking about Antonio Conte and Spurs. Go on ahead. Antonio Conte has had a, a, a moment, shall we call it, where last night after the match, he basically, he, he more or less, if you haven't seen the comments, check them out, he more or less asked Spurs to sack him mm-hmm. effectively. Um, because he just said like, these results, like we had one good result, and then, um, you know, the the next the next game, we're so poor and humbled by Burnley. Mm-hmm. But on Saturday, he'd come out and he'd say like, "This is the best group of players you ever work with." I, like, not that like obviously you and you'll enjoy especially being an Arsenal fan, Spurs in in the shade here, but. Conte needs to have a look at himself too because he he he, all, he he is so and I love the drama of certain things. Don't get me wrong, but he's so uber dramatic. It's tiring sometimes that you're just like here here he goes again. Conte, I th- I'm almost sure he did more or less the same stuff in his first season at Inter where he was like, oh this here and blah blah and couldn't get such and such and then thing. 
he just he loves it, and maybe maybe it's his way of deflecting, you know, away from the players. Like Jose Mourinho is the master of doing that too. Maybe it is. But I I I thought it was hilarious last night when I saw. It. I was like, what's going on here? And then when it took time to think about it this morning on the train, I was actually thinking about. It. I was like, no, that's just like that's weird. Like it's just you know, maybe I'm not used to it because we don't. Klopp doesn't do it. Like we haven't seen Klopp do it. You know what I mean? So I don't know, mm-hmm. but. Um, I know at Dortmund he he was leaving because he felt like he took the team so far, but he'd been there seven years. Mm. Conte hasn't even been in there seven months. Yeah. Um. To be honest, like I, I kind of thought this would happen. Like, I think if you have Antonio Conte as your manager, and you have Jose Mourinho, and you come out of that period with both managers, and you haven't even won. A league cup. I think you need to look at the club overall and how it is run. I mean, Daniel Levy needs to take a hard look at himself. You can't, and the you know what they have, they've let that team stagnate. They have not brought in fresh enough legs to push on. Like we we talked about it before after twenty nineteen the Champions League final, they stayed the same. Like I seen a, a guy I know who. Sports Spurs, and he put up on Twitter yesterday, like after the game, like all he listed off these players that could get into any team around them. So that's ourselves, Wolves, United, West Ham, and he had Eric Dyer on that list, and I'm like, <laughs> you, you what? <laughs> Eric Dyer? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, um, Son, Harry Kane. Maybe could get into the other teams around, like like Carrie Kane and Son would probably would start for us at the moment because we need a striker who can score a fucking goal. Like, uh, oh yeah, I, and I think that's that's what's going to cost us uh, top four at the end. Uh, Wolves are fucking in here. Oh my god, I told you they're going to score. Oh fuck, Jesus Christ, they almost did score. Um, sorry, got 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 I got frightened to death there. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I've seen today. It's been today is officially is it fourteen, fifteen years since Spurs last won a trophy? That's a long time, and that trophy was the League Cup, by the way. Eek! You see, that is a long time, but and this is me being mean. Like Spurs, like. <laughs> I would never have classed Spurs though as an all conquering all the time uh winning loads of trophies teams. Maybe fifteen years obviously. I know they had in the early eighties like the brilliant cup runs and different things and then the um <laughs> the brilliant cup runs again in in early nineties and, and and different things as well. So maybe that's unfair by me, but like there's there is only three two or three trophies they could win a season. And yes, people think, ah, oh, but they're the League Cup, FA Cup, but they're hard to win too. Like, so I, I like, and, and not to be mean towards Spurs, but I don't see that as a thing for Spurs because I don't see Spurs as a trophy winning club, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think last season was their best chance because of the League Cup, you know, the sack Mourinho a week before, like, let Mourinho 
play of the cup final and absolutely do it, Mourinho. Shit house the death out of Man City and like scrape a one 0 win. And the sack them like it just doesn't make sense. Like I could understand if Spurs played that final, lost, and then they sacked him. But they sacked him in the week before. Yeah. Like is that that's odd? That is so strange. Like you have yeah, to wonder like what odd. was through their head. Like but I mean like you're right, I suppose like it's it's just Spurs. Like I mean Arsenal have won a couple of FA Cups and when like I and I have said before, like it's great, like we enjoy the day, like you've won a trophy, but you know, you're you're longing for, you know, a Premier League title again or you know, like Europa League, Champions League, something like that. Like, you know, I think that kind of shows the difference. It, it is, Don't get me wrong, like, I, I am mean towards the FA Cup, but winning a cup's great. Like I and there's there's so many Liverpool fans like have experienced unreal days of cup fans that I I don't know if I'll ever get to a cup final or uh get the chance watching Liverpool maybe someday like but um I, don't get me wrong they're class like and, and but there's there's plenty of clubs out there that would absolutely bite your bollocks off for an FA Cup. You know, I'm talking about plenty of Premier League clubs. But I just people talk about Spurs and, and the weight. I I just um my head and maybe I'm really wrong on this and apologize if I annoy Spurs fans this but I just don't see them ever every season when the season starts as being a trophy winner. I've never seen them as being that. Do you know what I mean? Ne- never. Not even on their pots. Never saw them being, as, just saw them as a really good top four. And obviously, the challenge for the league, certainly with Leicester, top four, top five, top six side. A good, they were a good one. Um, and now they're, they're obviously falling a little bit away now. But yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the Spurs project um, is daft. They've, they have an unbelievable, unbelievable stadium. Couple of very good players, um, but they just seem to be stuck in this tumble dryer of just managers that uh, either were never good right in the first place, or things kick off with them halfway through their short tenure, and then that that ended all in the way they go. Mm. Um, I think Ralph Jimenez is doing his best try to get sent off twice here again. Like, yeah, he's been a bit of a um, to be quite honest. Yeah, well, there's C bomb dropping the podcast for Brendan. Um, but yeah, strange, strange, strange times. The Spurs. Um, yeah. I don't know where they go from here. I, like, if they get seem to have Man City's number though, don't they? Like, the city can't they seem to beat them. Yeah, the two seem that. Um, if things go terribly wrong for them in their next league game or cup, whatever it is, can't they could be gone? And then I, I really, really don't know where they go from there. Did you see their um? I seen their run of form there. Did you? I don't know if you picked up on this through Twitter and stuff. Um, their last six games, they've lost five and won one. Yeah, that's that's not great. That, that's sackable fucking a run of form, like. But I mean, I don't think they've really backed Conte at all. You know, they haven't really went out there and give him the funds to bring in players in the transfer market. I know they brought in the two midfielders and Romero, but. They play Leeds on Saturday, right at half twelve, at Ellen Road. Obviously, Leeds going for for it, um, big game. And the Middlesbrough in the cup, which will be hard. It's away at Middlesbrough. It'll be tough enough. Chris Wilder's doing quite well for them. And then they have Everton, United, Brighton, West Ham, Newcastle, and then Villa. 
they'll have ourselves in there somewhere as well at home. Yeah, they'll chuck you'll chuck that game in there as well. <laughs> the form they're in, like like you're looking at another one in five. Or I know obviously teams, but because there's teams fighting around, there's either United fighting for top four with them, Everton fighting for their lives, um, West Ham fighting for top four, Newcastle fighting for their lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens and where they go from there. But yeah, madness. The Arsenal then is still one all. Uh, still one all. There's about five minutes or so to go here of extra time, so. Kieran Tierney's just one off injured. Oh, fantastic. Um, oh, Eddie and Caddy has snuck it back for us here on the run. No, no, he's fucked it. Um, um, yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll, we'll sneak a goal here in the last log of minutes and I'll go absolutely nuts. Folks, thanks for listening to our uh, ramblings this evening um, for Thursday Night Babble. We didn't plan a show tonight because of things that were going on. We just wanted to sit down and have the crack. Um, and chat shade for an hour and we have done and you've listened to it so fair fucks to you give yourself a big pat on the back and if you want catch all of our stuff on your on our socials at the football bubble pod and um, catch us on patreon at patreon for uh, patreon.com forward slash football babble um, if you can as well head over to that when you see the link on it give it a wee click and if you can donate it's one pound a month, twelve pound a year. It's nothing like, um, but it helps us. Helps us continue to try and grow and produce more content on the podcast. And um, there'll be more of us coming up as well. We are trying our best to try and tie down some guests, but just with time at the minute, with work commitments and different things, has been quite difficult. And again, we are only a small independent podcast. This isn't our full time jobs yet. Um, but hopefully down the line something will change um, but yes folks thanks for listening do us a favour as well when you see the podcast on your socials on Instagram or Twitter share it and tell all your mates because that's the best thing word of mouth um, and if you're on iTunes give us a wee rating as well Jonathan I shall talk to you probably in about two minutes anyway on WhatsApp but I shall see you again next week sir yes yes um, big things planned the bubble here yeah there is indeed you'll see all about that as well soon Uh, good luck everyone and enjoy the rest of your week